All right, it's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Okay, we're watching very closely news, any news out of Ottawa on potential travel advisories, travel mm -hmm. rules coming down as this Omicron variant of the virus continues to surge. What are you hearing? So the Prime Minister had a call with the Premiers yesterday, uh, late afternoon uh, Pacific time. Nothing concrete yet, although travel was on the table. The PMO is looking at travel advisories now there's a difference between advisories and restrictions and that's that's the number of the matter so we're going to see what the language is coming from the pmo uh hopefully this morning we get some clarity uh some of the things discussed is uh non-essential travel uh advised against internationally there had been talk about interprovincial travel uh, being advised against but i'm not sure that it's going to go that far the pmo is pushing for more than what some of the premiers are willing to uh give in terms of travel, uh, there was discussion about uh, uh, measures at the border. Do we revisit the, the, the non-essential order at the border? Uh, again, he took sort of a, the, the, the reading of the room of the premiers, and various premiers had you know opposing views on how restrictive you can be. And you can be sure, uh, I'm told BC was willing to go along with anything the PMO was proposing, but you've got... Uh, Outliers such as Alberta and Ontario have traditionally pushed back against these restrictions. And I think Jason Kenney, if you know Jason Kenney, he would be pushing back against this. He wants to open up Christmas parties. Yesterday, Dr. Bonnie Henry advising against large gatherings of people at Christmas. Even if you're, even if you're vaccinated, do not do this. The Omicron variant is driving the conversation right now. That was the reason for the meeting yesterday, the, the teleconference call between the premiers of the, the Zoom call, uh, because of the, uh, heightened concern around the Omicron variant, which is spreading uh, much more transmissible than the Delta variant. Not necessarily more severe. Uh, so far, encouraging news that it's not as severe. It's not putting people in hospital, but it is infecting people to a greater degree. So we're still no. waiting on the PMO. Okay, I would love to have been on that call uh, to hear, hear what well, that's about. When you become so, premier, you will. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> well, so you think that Premier John Horgan, who was on this call yesterday, you think he was more willing to go along with whatever Trudeau wanted. So he, so Horgan, your understanding is he did not push back against you know telling people, cancel your Christmas trip. BC has always been a hawk when it comes to restrictions on travel. If you recall, back in March 2020, uh, John Horgan and Adrian Dix were the first ones to call for the border to close with the United States. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're advocating necessarily that position right now, but they have certainly been uh, out there in terms of having more restrictions on travel than other premiers. Okay, we're expecting this announcement to come later today. In fact, I spoke to a liberal, local liberal MP a short time ago who said this is coming. This will be announced mm -hmm. later today. Now, I also spoke to federal conservative leader Aaron O'Toole about this a short time ago. And he was very critical of the idea of further travel restrictions and advisories. Here's what he had to say. I want to see some clarity, which is let's use the rapid tests and the vaccine levels to have life as normal as possible, uh, including at, at the holidays, seeing family and loved ones. It's been a tough two years for this country. So the good thing with everyone getting vaccinated, I encourage anybody that's still remaining, get your questions answered. They're safe, effective. Let's get the boosters out so that those tools allow us to function. Okay, so basically pushing back against any tra yeah, travel rules. So he talks about vaccination being the, the key here. So yesterday it was announced we've got 44 Omicron cases confirmed in B.C. Of the 44, 37 are in uh, vaccinated people, double-dose people. So the Omicron is moving into vaccinated people. So the vaccination argument doesn't really hold a lot of water now if you want to stop the transmission of the virus. Uh, which is unfortunate. Um, we need to get that third dose. That's the other thing that was, I think, talked about yesterday. 
with the Prime Minister and the Premiers was accelerating the booster dose rollout. It's now six months on the base on the um, recommendation from NASI, the National Advisory uh, Committee on Immunization. That may be changed. Who knows? But politicians aren't going to force NASI to change the timetable. Okay, how come we can't get a, a faster rollout on these on these boosters? And also, what about this issue of the of the rapid tests in British Columbia, which we seem to uh, it seems like other provinces have got more of these take home rapid tests than we have. Yes, yeah, so BC did not buy a lot of the take-home rapid tests uh, at the beginning. The pro procurement uh, was um, favored in favor of the PCR tests. So BC bought more PCR tests than the take-home tests. So Alberta and Nova Scotia, notably, uh, those are the two provinces that have these take-home tests. And BC is not going to get those tests until January. So right now the rapid tests that we've got, which is more than 2 million, it cannot be taken home and administered yourself. You need, there's a number of complicating factors. There needs to be a, a chemical agent. There needs to be potentially a machine to read the test and a medical professional to actually administer it. So it's not like the test that Alberta has. So Alberta, you know, they went in for the take-home test early on. And BC, so did did BC dropped the ball on that. Like, you know, a lot of people were saying, why don't we have these tests now? One of the arguments I've heard early on was um, there's a link in some of the European countries where the take-home tests replace people getting vaccinated. People said, oh, I don't need to get vaccinated. I've, I've got a take-home test, and that lowered the vaccination levels, and BC wanted to have as high vaccination uh, rates as possible. Okay, by the way, you, you mentioned earlier the, the case count, especially this Omicron variant and the numbers in BC, and I think there, you know, a lot of people thought, well, this seems to be more of an Ontario-Quebec problem than it is in here, but... What about that cluster at the University of Victoria? On the yeah, island? it's a small number at UVic right now. So we 44 cases, I think 26 are in the Fraser Health Authority, 5 are at UVic. However, they think, and again, Dr. Henry hinted at this yesterday, that number is going to grow exponentially very quickly. So the UVic cluster is going to get big. It's 124. It's going to get more. The 5 uh, Omicron variants, probably the doubling factor of Omicron is like every two days it doubles. So we're going to get a, an explosion of cases associated with the UVic outbreak. And so the University of Victoria outbreak is associated with a rugby team going to Queen's University at a tournament there with other universities. And you're seeing other universities now have clusters uh, that are going growing in numbers. Uh, St. Francis Xavier, Queen's, and others who participated in this tournament. Wow. So Omicron got in there infected people. They brought it back to, uh, unwittingly, unknowingly, because it's a, it's a mild, uh, mild symptoms. They came back. They had two social occasions, two social gatherings at the Univers University of Victoria. That resulted in at least 124 infections. That number will surely grow. And it's interesting, Vancouver Island, where you and I are, for we've been joking about this for two years, Mike, about how we're COVID-free on the island. We really have not had a lot of COVID-19. Yeah. That is different now. Uh -huh. uh, Vancouver Island has now the second most active cases of COVID-19, more than 800, which is just unheard of. Uh, just a few months ago, when, when we hit 50, that was a big deal. Now it's more than 800. That number's growing, and Omicron will grow from 5 to 50 to 100. Who knows? Okay, watching that one very closely. Let's just uh, end on uh, the latest episode in the in the Doug McCallum soap opera here. So uh, the Surrey mayor charged with one count of public mischief for allegedly filing a false complete police complaint. This goes back to September mm -hmm. when there were people opposed to uh, the, uh, the transition of the RCMP were collecting signatures on a petition. He had a confrontation with him. He says a woman driving a Ford Mustang uh, hit him in the leg and drove over his foot. And here's what he had to say back in September. Here's McCallum. As she, she 
pulled out and, and turned right. She clipped my knee and, and my bottom leg and then ran over my foot at the same time and then took off. McCallum told us he did his grocery shopping, went to the hospital, then spoke to the RCMP. They asked me if I wanted to lay charges, and I said yes. Okay, so the latest on this is he's been charged instead with filing a false police report. Now, the latest on this, uh, Solicitor General Mike Farnworth saying yesterday that there's no obligation on, on McCallum to resign. Like, some people are calling for him to quit as mayor or to step down as chair of the police board. He's not nothing, legally required nothing to Nothing in the municipal act that uh, says he has to resign uh, on this. And Mike Farnworth, I think understandably wants to stay a million miles away from this stinking mess. <laughs> right. And the city of Surrey also has an independent ethics commissioner. His name is Reese Harding. And Mr. Harding was asked about this because there's been a complaint filed at his office. Mm-hmm. Maybe McCallum should step down at least as head of the police board if there's a conflict yeah, of interest there. And his answer was no comment. Yeah, it's interesting so. that uh, I don't think he has any powers on the Municipal Act that, uh, to strip McCallum or of any duties or, or discipline. Well, well I don't uh, who knows? I mean, it seems to be a unique uh, position. The uh, group opposing the transfer of uh, police to uh, to outside the RCMP have a, uh, lodged a complaint with him about the conduct of Doug McCallum. So we'll see what where he goes. But I kind of doubt that's going to have much of a factor. Okay, so you think McCallum will hang in there as head of the police board? I think he will. I think he'll try. Uh-huh. I mean, okay. under the under the police act, uh, the mayor is automatically the chair of the police board. So, um, but again, this is an extraordinary situation. It is. Well, it's Baldry's Beat. Just taking a look at a news advisory that just came out from the federal government. So 10.30 here, so a short time from now, Keith, we're expecting a major news conference here from the federal government on... Look at the ministers involved there. Yeah, this is, in the, these are the, this is the travel measures we're expecting. So we've got the federal minister of health, the federal minister of transportation, the federal minister of um, intergovernmental, intergovernmental affairs. affairs. I mean, Trudeau not there, but, you know, these key cabinet ministers here at the bottom of the hour. Yeah, I suggest so. it's going to be a little more complicated and more um, uh, more than just uh, necessarily an advisory against travel. I think there's more to it. Okay, we're going to try and bring you that live if we can. 604-280 here. Uh, 604-280-9898 is the number to call. Star 9898 on your cell. Bob in Chilliwack. Hey, Bob. My God, you almost forgot your magic number there. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I, I always knew that this was going to be more than an advisor. You could sort of pick that up last night. But the thing that I have to say, God, people are starting to push back on Dr. Henry, and uh, Jason Kenney did an insane thing today. Said he, he set up a regime where he can allow vaccinated and unvaccinated people to uh, gather together. But everybody's got to remember, we are driving this bus. We've been at this long enough. Our hands are on the wheel. So regardless if you get instruction that you like or not, or lack of instruction, it's what we actually do or don't do. And for everybody who wants to get away for the holidays, I understand all of that. We are assisting this creature that we're trying to uh, deal with in doing that. So it's up to us. So if we fail, don't blame the officials. Don't start blaming politicians because it's in our hands now. How careful you are determines how good or bad this goes. If it goes good, let's all pat ourselves on the back. If it goes bad, don't start blaming officials. So I, I guess truly I, dependent on what we do or not. I assume then, Bob, you're staying home for Christmas. No travel for well, you. I'm the... a bit of a loner in my situation anyway, oh. but but I'm damn pretty okay. careful. I try to keep my I try to limit my my, my errands to two days a week now because I can't do them huh. one day a week anymore. See, I restrict myself for others. You know, it, I, I know it doesn't matter much, but I'm not going to be the one that's going to hand this thing off to somebody else. I'm okay. not going to mm-hmm. be that one. Okay, Bob. Thank you for the call.
So 90% of the population is vaccinated, roughly. Um, and the advice, again, is not to gather in large gatherings. There's probably going to be an advisory coming down in just minutes not to travel unless it's essential. We already have that rule in B.C. when it comes to our highways. You can't travel the highways unless it's essential, uh, at least the, the ones that have been designated, wiped out by the, by the storm. But that's not, a, that's not a, uh, a pandemic thing. That's just broken highway thing. That's right. Um, again, it'll be interesting to see how far Trudeau goes on this. And yeah. again, at a Christmas season. But the, the game changer here is the Omicron variant, which is three times more transmissible than the Delta variant. Delta variant is potentially, uh, right now, more severe in terms of the illness you get and the deaths that it causes. So far, as far as I can tell, one person has died from Omicron, but that number will grow as well. So we're in a, again, we're in a new, uh, not necessarily a wave here, but we're in a new era, a new stage of the pandemic with a variant we haven't had to deal with before at the, at the cusp of the holiday travel season. Okay, star 9898 is the number on your cell. Ray calling from Burnaby. Hi, Ray, what do you think? Yeah, hi there. Um, yeah, um, all this back and forth about the... Uh uh, the COVID, uh, the restrictions and stuff. The, the uh, virus doesn't isn't political. It's a nonpartisan, mm-hmm. and it doesn't care what party uh, does what. Um, basically, when it happens, if the numbers go up, you have to self-isolate. You have to do something. Otherwise, the virus wins. So uh, all this back and forth. You know, people have to suck it up and uh, get over the uh, well the short-term pain. Well, thanks a lot for that. Well, there is politics involved, though. I mean, that was quite evident when it was when I was speaking to Aaron O'Toole earlier today, who said, like, don't do this. Jason Kenney declared the pandemic over back in July for the Calgary yeah. Stampede. Yeah. Um, how did where did that get him? Um, He's phenomenally unpopular in Alberta right now. But again, the public is is restless. It's itching to to do more than it's been we've been able to do in the pandemic. And unfortunately, we've hit this this potential crisis right at a critical time when people do want to travel, they do want to gather, they want to get social with each other at a time when suddenly we've got a variant of this virus that is so much more infectious than the Delta variant, which was more infectious than the original COVID-19 strain. Sean in Surrey. Hi, Sean. What do you think? Um, I just think the travel restrictions are just kind of dumb. You know, it's at a time where we all kind of need our friends, our family, our loved ones around us. 90% of us are vaccinated. We've done our homework. We've done our stuff that everybody's been asking us to do. And it's like right before Christmas, travel restrictions here, travel restrictions there. BC's been hit with floods. Now we can't even ride the highways just because of the flooding and everything like that. It's just so much. And it just tolls on all of us. So, so crazy. It's like, why can't we just have one good Christmas? Yes, we know we're doing our homework. We're, you know, keeping safe. We've, double jab here and there it's just like come on let us get together with loved ones yeah. it might it might be even the last time we get to see our loved one i haven't seen my grandma yeah. in two years yeah we're and, okay thank you know thank, I mean? thanks sean interesting we're getting calls from both sides of the ledger here uh, yeah. one from say suck it up and, and stay home the other one's saying no it's time to time I to know, see each tough. other so i think the public is split on this 